You're listening to the last session of the day with the Psych Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the last session of the day with the Psych Guys. My name is Timothy Meyer and I am joined as always with Dr. Constantine Wukin. Uh, welcome Constantine and yeah, welcome yeah, back absolutely. all of our listeners. Um, <laughs> So, so today we're going to dive into a little bit of a conversation about, you know, a, a, a different way of looking at and, and experiencing midlife crises. And I know, you know, th- these, these sorts of issues come into our office all the time, and I know Constantine has a lot of experience with it. So without further ado, Constantine, let's hear it. Sure. I mean, uh, and of course, this is, as you and I were just talking before the show, this has nothing to do with my personal experience that I recently had. So I just <laughs> want to put that out there just to make sure that if some of the listeners are thinking that this has anything to do with with personal information, just want to put it out there that completely mistaken. Having said that, <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, on, a, on, a, on a short trip to Florida uh, to pick up my son, <clears throat> he was spending some time with with my folks down there for a week. But I just I couldn't go for the whole week, so I j- joined for a couple of days. So I'm laying on the beach there, and all of us, and just to make sure that people can kind of um, get a sense of this, really enjoying the time. Right, mm-hmm. it's Florida. It's it's like uh, February up here. I think it was like 15 degrees uh, <laughs> here on Sunday. You know, there it's like a it's like a cool 79. You know, mm-hmm. you're laying on the beach. The waves, the sun, the people, everything is working. I'm playing that with my son. And and all of a sudden, it kind of hits me, not just on a cognitive level that, oh, probably have less years to go than you've lived, but really on this really profound experiential level of, of, of basically starting to wind down the clock. Mm. And I don't know if it's a common experience that people see it that way. What typically I noticed notice in in the in the office is really gentlemen anywhere between I don't know forty and fifty typically mm-hmm. when when they're having that experience it really presents itself into like oh maybe the career choice wasn't the one that I wanted to or maybe you know I lost passion with my wife maybe I should divorce and and get a girlfriend or maybe I should start like spending more money on myself just to kind of amp up that sort of impulsive enjoyment of things and and really a crisis literally mm-hmm. a crisis where it's like an urgent emergency thing to resolve and something needs to happen in order to be not in crisis anymore so mm-hmm. <clears throat> even the name itself kind of to me has like a negative connotation to it like you're in crisis oh my god we got to do something about it well the experience that i had recently isn't like that at all it, it's really this First of all, profound experiential sense that, you know, most likely I have less time to go forward than from the time that I've lived so far. At the same time, the following sort of experience or the way I was seeing, let's call it the next 40 years or so, is from a point of view of, if you want to call the word or use the word urgency of appreciation Mm-hmm. and experience and attention or sustained attention to the positive experiences and just to experiences in general. Mm. Uh, so it, it may sound vague, but even, even you know, <clears throat> the, the, the coldness when I came back, right? Like if you're putting in the, in the frame of uh, you have less of this experience, notice not negative or positive, just this experience that you've had before in a way, at least for myself, it you know kind of helped to grow this this appreciation 
yeah. Um, yeah. Of, of that experience. And that was really profound for me because like, instead of spending more time in, in my head, it really helped me to periodically, even throughout the day to kind of ground myself and say, even, even kind of these shows, just in general, a higher level of appreciation. I think a lot of people have this opportunity when they're, let's say, chronically ill or had some sort of an acute illness, which they survived. You know, some people talk about that they had like near death experiences, things like that, where they have really an amped up appreciation of daily life. But to me, I don't think you need to have such extreme measures. Having an experience to me, the one that I've had, really can reposition how you see the second half of your life. Hmm. So, so, so in other words, right? So, you know, we talk about midlife crises or, yeah, crises and, 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 and we experience it like a crisis, right? Like, like something is definitely terribly wrong and I need to do something about this. And so I think, I think typically people, mostly men, I I would say they, 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 they try to do something to fix it. However, there, there's not actually anything to fix because, well, it's completely out of your control. So, so all of the actions or, or things that happen during a typical midlife crisis, they don't actually solve the crisis because it's an unsolvable crisis and so you have this ex- like th- th- this experience like like not only thinking about it on a cognitive level but like but but, but you really felt it mm-hmm. and and you felt that experience and, and what you did with it it sounds like is you kind of tuned into yourself and you kind of listened to yourself and and you held the emotion and then that led you to thinking and and and, and experiencing hey I, I i really got to take advantage of all of these all, all of these things that I've had and that I will have, but but they're, but they're going to be a little bit less in the future. So this this profound appreciation for even the simple things, right. the warm, the sun, the cold, etc. Exactly, it, that that's exactly it. It's not about uh, appreciation uh, <clears throat> of just the the sort of like the global positive things, but everyday experiences, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that th- that you have, kind of put that into. I guess into focus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, just enjoyment, appreciation, deepening of yep. of those of those moments because you kind of know with l- limited. I think you said that earlier before we jumped on with limited availability. You have two ways you can respond: crisis. Oh my God, what's happening? I got to make an immediate change in my life and a significant one. This is the way to resolve the crisis, or you could kind of sit back, experience it, and and kind of notice and pick and choose the things that you really enjoy in this life and just amplify them. It, it, there is a bit of a call to potentially may, maybe not make radical changes, but notice what's important. Notice to, to kind of amplify some of those feelings and, <clears throat> you know, just to kind of bring yourself back. To me, it's been really helpful to bring myself back to, to that deepening and appreciation because that can inform really like your, your, your decision. Kind of, I think you and I talked about uh, seasonal affective disorder a while back, right? Like mm-hmm. you could say like, ah, oh, shit, it's going to be dark and cold again. I hate it. I, I wish it will pass very quickly. Or, you know, given kind of the experience that I've had, more of an appreciate level of appreciation. I'm not suggesting in a black and white sort of way, but a level mm-hmm. at least of appreciation. It's cold, it's unpleasant, and it's also an experience that I can deepen and have, um, <clears throat> may sound a little strange, but almost like an enjoyable 
part mm-hmm. of, of discomfort because you know that at some point it'll still come to an end. I know that might sound like a somber or gloomy note, but to me, that's exactly what it is. You could panic thinking that you have less time left, or you could act if you want in an urgent sort of a way to amplify the experience that you have on a daily basis. <sighs> so, I'm, I'm chuckling to myself right now just because my, my mind went on a, a thought train and I'm chuckling like, you know, <laughs> how much time do we have here? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, I, 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 I say this a lot to a lot of people, you know, our, our most core emotion and feeling that we have is, is anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a lot of people would argue that's, that that's because of the, 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 the death instinct. Right. Sure. So like, so if you think about like evolution, right, you know, uh, it makes sense that the most uh, evolved species would be very, very, very afraid of death. Right. So, so, we, so we all are, it's, it's, it's in us, it's in our DNA. We're, we're hardwired to it. Right. So, so then when you think about it like that, there's there's this extreme fear and anxiety of death throughout our entire lives. And what a lot of folks do with things that make them feel anxious is they is they avoid them <laughs> or, or or they're in denial about them or whatever. Right. So if I'm, I don't know if I'm afraid of dogs and then dogs walking down the street, I'm going to cross the street. So I don't have to, you know, go through that. Right. So so there's there's this, uh, like you know, anxiety about death and dying and not being here any longer until one day it kind of like. Like it, it really hits us like, like a midlife crisis and it's, it's overwhelming. It's fear. It's panic. It's, oh my gosh, you know, what, what, what's going to happen? What do I do? What should I do? And I, I say that all to say, you know, I, I, I tell people and it, and this might sound dark and strange and, and gloomy, like you said before, but I, I do think that we should be thinking about death often, right? Because, because I think it's the, it's basically the exact same thing that you just said. It, you know, there, there, there's two sides of the coin. One is uh, extremely difficult and, and, and fearful and a lot of anxiety and pain. And then the other side, it's deep appreciation. And, and it's, and, and I think that we avoid it so much. And I think that we miss that, that super duper important other side of that coin of, thinking about death, which is like appreciation and really allowing ourselves to dive into the experiences that we take for granted so much in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And the fact here, at least in the West, we kind of package away death mm-hmm. and not really talk about it. If you think about some Eastern uh, cultures, like, you know, potentially death is, is a little bit, you know, more open and talked about and potentially in some countries more experienced on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. You know, here, most in the West people, what they die usually by themselves, not to get too gloomy here, but in the hospital, everybody wants to die at their home with people with the loved ones surrounding them. But the fact is, most people die in significant discomfort by themselves in a hotel, in the hotel, in the, in the uh, uh, hospital, in the hospital, you know, so <laughs> yeah. that's, that, that's really the reality. Uh, so I, I agree with you 100%. You know, this idea and potentially we know that we're going to die. Like, it's not like what we're talking about right now is, 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 uh, is eye opening for people in terms of, mm-hmm. however, having an experience mm-hmm. uh, or at least seeing it that way. So I'm obviously speaking to anybody who has ever thought of it or potentially kind of considering in midlife, by the way, which is now I looked this up <laughs> before is considered 40 to 60. Oof. 
Uh, so that's considered midlife. I don't know why 60s midlife. That's that's a little optimistic, but uh, that that's what it's defined. So if you fall into that 40 to 60 range, potentially what we're talking about today could resonate with you, right? Instead of panicking, it's making impulsive decisions. Maybe it's an opportunity to call for a deeper appreciation of the things that you that you do. A hundred percent. So 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 let me ask you this. Um... I don't know uh, if 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 you were you know let's say average Joe who goes through the quote unquote typical midlife crisis, mm-hmm. um, what would you get? What would you do? What would you buy? Like like would you buy a Corvette or? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, one would imagine right, like a crisis of midlife is mm-hmm. an individual that's uh, having contemplations about what they've achieved so far. What have mm-hmm. they done so far? What is the meaning of life and what to do forward with the rest of it? Generally, right. that's kind of what I see. So most people, when they see what they have, if they don't like it, they'd like to immediately change it. Mm-hmm. So so give me a for instance, right? Let, let's say, oh, I don't know, like you had this experience and 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 you had a, a quote unquote typical, mm-hmm. if, if you say, re- response. What what change might you have done? Just as a complete false example. So, meaning, if I didn't have this experience, and what potentially uh, would have uh, could have done, um, I, I I'll tell you what I, I will I will definitely tell you what I probably to your point earlier would have uh, known obviously on some level that I most likely have less years to go than, than I've lived, and 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 it would avoid it. And we just kind of shove it to the side. Listen, you know, kind of like your typical, what are you going to do? Or it mm-hmm. is what it is kind of a statement, really. And then quickly shove it to the side and just whatever and, and continue with my day, checking my phone or saying like, what are we going to have for dinner? You know, just especially in that moment that I was thinking laying on the beach, like what what did we do next? Well, I, I think it was like lunchtime. So I told mm-hmm. my son, Jakey, like, I think, you know, maybe it's time for lunch. Let's go upstairs and get it. So that it kind of, I mean, I know potentially that would have been uh, one way that a lot of people deal with it. Okay. And and if you had dealt with it that way on that day, what would you have missed that you experienced up until this point? I, I, it, it's hard to put into like cognitive words, but the mm-hmm. appreciation of having that lunch, looking at my son, enjoying the moment, enjoying the sharing of that pizza rather than maybe thinking like, oh, it's like too hot out here. Like I got sand in my trousers here. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we got to go to uh, leave it. Now we're going to be in traffic. Like all that, all that complaining, ruminating uh, worry that, you know, often comes with the territory definitely of having children. Mm-hmm. Th- that could have taken me. Right, like first of all, avoid the experience that I have uh, fewer uh, years left than I've lived, and two, just go back to my regular thinking about everyday life, which could you know could be stressful. This sort of realization, not necessarily got rid of. It. I just want to make sure it's clear. I'm not. It, I I didn't have like an enlightening experience, like Buddha like thing. Right, I just want to make sure that's <laughs> pretty clear. And I'm still very human with 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 many faults, but just to kind of at least add. I think we even we're doing a you know, as you're, you're obviously part of it, like the CBT seminar, I think that the person mm-hmm. was leading, it was talking about like, I don't want to get rid of an emotion. We just, I just want to make sure you can experience all emotion. It's kind of the same thing. I'm not suggesting I didn't still had discomfort around the sand and have being too hot in the sun because they didn't have an umbrella. I'm not suggesting that. I am, however, suggesting that it was 
at least in the moment, I I I want to say overshadowed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, by uh, a deeper level of appreciation and enjoyment, or, or as from borrowing from kind of uh, dialectical behavior therapy literature, the participation of the moment, hmm. uh, w- w- which I think on the surface, and I could kind of see what people talk about when they have profound emotional experience. I could see like on the surface, nothing changes. I was still eating lunch. I still got frustrated w- when <laughs> when <laughs> he spilled his drink. Like it's uh-huh. not like I was, it's, same thing happened, but there's an added deeper element of appreciation. And I think some people who are potentially listening who've had some difficult experiences in that life or maybe sudden traumas or illnesses, potentially can can relate to what I'm saying because to me I would imagine it's a very similar similar experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and also for for the folks who have ha- have not had that experience um, or maybe uh, went through midwife and didn't experience this or have uh, are not at midwife or, or anything like that I I think the the insight to be gained here. I, I I think that there's a whole lot, and I think that this this um, experience, this appreciation, this 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 reframe of of how we think about this differently. I think that it's so powerful, and mm-hmm. and and if if you ask me, I think that it should be incorporated into our lives because it's so easy for us to not. Um, if you think about anxiety, whatever, you, and. And and it leads to a much more like enriching, I- I- enjoyable, in depth, whatever word you want to use, experience of of this life that we have. You I know? agreed. Couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. And I think you you've uh, given our listeners a teaser, uh, if you will, for next week's conversation in terms of what you could do, even if you hadn't had this experience. What you could do, let's say, when you're when you're earlier in life, maybe young adulthood, in terms of what you could do to amplify s- some of that uh, <clears throat> emotional, experiential participation in daily life. So, you know, for some of the listeners, hopefully uh, they can uh, tune back in next week to kind of hear some of our thoughts uh, um, on how to take that and almost do like a precursor, if you will, or, or kind of like preemptively uh, manage that experience. So instead of appreciating life at 45 or 50, you could start appreciating life uh, a lot earlier than that, which is really the hope. Because most people that are close to dying and have never had that deep appreciation of life, you know, w- one thing that you hear pretty consistently is they're like, oh my God, I felt like I've never lived. It's, it went by a second. Mm-hmm. Well, it went by a second because you were never really present. Yep. Yep. And, and so I'm just going to echo that. I'm just going to say, you know, hope, hopefully, you know, folks, folks that are listening in they're you know, they're able to put their mind there a little bit, can kind of take a look, get our feelings up with that experience, appreciation, all those sorts of good things. And Constantine, I want, I want to say thanks for, for sharing your personal experience because sure. it hits right on the head of a <laughs> lot of the things that I say. And, and, and you're very transparent, although this wasn't about you, right? right. Of uh, course not. No, this was just a hypothetical about me and never went to Florida or anything like that. <laughs> So I appreciate your transparency on this show. Sure. Uh, and, and and I also want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. As always, any questions, anything that anything that, that you want to hear on the show, shoot us a message, find find us on social medias, and we'll hear from you next time. Absolutely, guys. Take care. Keep death in mind and enjoy every moment. That's what I say. <laughs> take care. Bye, guys. Take it easy. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, we hope that you enjoyed the show and please make sure to subscribe. 
we love to interact with our listeners. If you have something you'd like to comment on, ask us about, or hope to hear on the show, please message us on Facebook or Twitter at Last Session of the Day with the Psych Guys, or send us an email at lastsessionotd at lucancenter.com. Hope to hear from you soon, and tune in next week for another engaging episode. This has been the last session of the day with the Psych Guys. See you next time.